Well, hi there, and welcome back to Conversations with Father Greg. In today's episode, we have a homily for Sunday, April 30th, 2023, which is the fourth Sunday in the season of Easter, and it's often referred to as Good Shepherd Sunday. Let's begin our time together today with a reading from John's Gospel. John writes, Now Jesus said, Very truly I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. The Gospel of Christ May I speak to you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, hi there, everyone. How many of you remember any of the following slogans? Hey, Mikey, he likes it. Where's the beef? Help, I've fallen and I can't get up. Or energized for life. Forty years ago, these slogans saturated our media experience. But today, they're much less familiar. We see something similar in today's Gospel reading when Jesus uses a metaphor about sheep to describe his relationship with those who follow him. The role of the shepherd may be less familiar to us in our context today, but the story still has value and meaning. We just have to do a bit more work to tease it out. A little context helps us understand our reading from John's Gospel. In John chapter 9, Jesus gives sight to a man who had been born blind. We heard the story a few weeks ago in mid-March. The man in this story went from being born blind to having vivid vision, not only physically, but spiritually. We're told that he recognized Jesus' true identity, believed in him, and became one of Jesus' followers. To use the sheep analogy, he became a valued member of Jesus' flock. We considered that, like many things, this healing story was not as straightforward as it might have seemed at first. Jesus' disciples were quick to blame the man's blindness on sin. The religious elite criticized Jesus for healing the man on the Sabbath. And ultimately, they punished the man for being healed by expelling him from the synagogue. Today's reading from John's Gospel opens hard on the heels of that miracle story and can be understood as a response to what went on before. Jesus spoke using a metaphor about sheep. He described a sheep pen, a gatekeeper, and someone who is looking to steal sheep. He began by trying to describe who he is not. Given the context of the earlier part of John's Gospel, 
Jesus seems to be distancing himself from the religious leadership of his day. The narrator commented that those listening to him did not understand the figure of speech that Jesus was using. Rather than changing tactics, Jesus doubles down. Jesus continued the analogy by describing all who preceded him as thieves and bandits. This implies that Jesus is the only one that had the true, best interests of the sheep at heart. Now, to be fair, I can't see that going over particularly well with the temple priests and rabbis. Jesus continued to describe himself as the gate through which the sheep enter and exit the safety of the sheep pen. Jesus described himself as the access point through which people enter into safety and nourishment, all while he protects them from those who would prey upon them and do them harm. He goes on to say that while others kill and destroy, he provides safety, nourishment, and abundant life. Again, it's important that we read these comments about Jesus nurturing and caring for the sheep within the context of Jesus having given eyesight to a man born blind, and that the blind man was subsequently banished from corporate religious life. Today's reading concludes with Jesus stating that he came so that the sheep may have life and have it abundantly. Another translation puts it this way, Jesus came so that people can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. The man who regained his sight was given abundant life, both physically and spiritually. There is, of course, another layer to this text. Both Jesus and the author of John's Gospel have a way of telling stories that have a layered meaning. In John's Gospel, vision and blindness are often metaphors for spiritual sight or spiritual blindness. In this way, we see a certain irony in a blind beggar who understands the true identity of Jesus, while members of the religious elite remain blind. Both John and Jesus also use the concept of life or eternal life. The terms life or eternal life in John's Gospel are not just about life after death. The renewal of life that Jesus is offering begins here and now. It means knowing the one true God and Jesus Christ whom God has sent. It means knowing the voice of the Good Shepherd who truly cares for us. It is life in community, finding security and nourishment as part of his flock. It is life that abounds in meaning and value and endures even beyond death. It means seeing the world and everything in it in a new way. This is where the practical application begins to take effect. First of all, I would like to caution against equating Jesus' promise of abundant life with a promise of physical, financial, or relational wealth. There are many examples in the New Testament in which the disciples argued with each other. For several early Christians, professing their faith led to persecution and death. We begin to see that faith in Jesus Christ does not come with a guarantee that you will be healthy, wealthy, and wise. What it does offer is a new way of looking at and experiencing the world. Throughout the Gospels, Jesus taught about the kingdom of God. Mark's Gospel tells us that Jesus began his ministry with these words. The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. 
This was an invitation to participate in what God was doing in the world through the person of Jesus Christ. During the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus taught his disciples how to pray. One of the things that he taught them was to ask that God's kingdom would come on earth just as it was in heaven. We begin to see that this spiritual life is not something that begins after we die. It has already begun. By virtue of its being eternal, it's not something that we have to wait for. We already have it. In the person of Jesus Christ, we are being invited to consider how we want to spend the life that we have, both on this side of the grave and on the other. In the teaching that we read today from John's Gospel, Jesus used the metaphor of sheep living in a fenced enclosure. Before Jesus returned to heaven, he told his followers that they were to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that Jesus had commanded them. These words continue to be our mandate as people of faith. Not only are we invited into a place of safety, nourishment, and abundant life, we are mandated to help grow and promote that place of safety by actively inviting others in. Let's pray. Good Shepherd of the sheep, by whom the lost are sought and guided into the fold, feed us and we shall be satisfied, heal us and we shall be made whole, and lead us that we may be with you, for you are alive and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.